0: Just to trust Peter. But how do I know if my picture's the right one? If come from inside you, always right one.
1: Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid. One mind-wiping minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again today, delivering sage wisdom to your ears and crane kicks to the devil, Father
2: David Mowry. Oh, hold on, hold on. I've almost visualized the tree. I've, o- I've, o- ah, I lost it. Um, so close. Oh, oh, hi, hey, Robin, Matt. Thank you so much for having me back.
1: Watch out for that branch. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> this is minute thirty-two of the Karate Kid. It begins with making the picture and ends with trusting the picture. Hmm. Lots of lots of stuff going on here. <laughs> All right, so we're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much covered it in the, uh, in the opening and closing. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So we're here, uh, with Mr. Miyagi coaching Daniel and telling him to concentrate. Mm -hmm. And I just love this, uh, this effect that Miyagi has on Daniel. And really it's like any good mentor like sensei, uh, has on, on, on their student, you know, the, that, the fact that they'll, they'll trust him enough to close their eyes and really picture what they're saying.
2: Well, it speaks to Daniel being a good student. He is, uh, he's docile in a, in a good way in that he takes instruction well and is willing to go along with it because he senses there is something to be learned from Miyagi
1: in this situation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, teenagers these days, you know, the kids today, kids today, they wouldn't close their eyes for anything. <laughs> Daniel's uh, <laughs> an old soul. Daniel is, yeah. Really is. <laughs> Yeah. I love how, I love how he is just like, yeah, this guy, you know, I should take this seriously. This is, this is something that, you know, I should try and this sounds interesting. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, uh, reminded of, uh, uh, you know, again, we're here with uh, the, the star Wars, but I'm, I'm reminded of Jedi training. You know, a lot of people in the eighties would equate Mr. Miyagi to Yoda, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they did kind of the same thing. Like, no, 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 have some patience. And trust, trust your feelings. Just close your eyes and 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 concentrate. And, and
0: I wonder if you swapped all the like instructional uh, things from Yoda and Miyagi in the movies, if it'd still fit. If like if Miyagi said to Daniel like you must unlearn what you have learned and all you know, all all those famous quotes, would it still work? <laughs> well,
2: they it do. Might. They do kind of sound like Zen Cohen's, don't they? Do or do not. There is no
1: try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, um, I also... it's, a very
2: zen, it's a very zen thing that Miyagi is having Daniel do here uh, that same kind of Jedi-like focus where you're clearing your mind you're, just, you're kind of emptying yourself of distractions and concentrating on, on a single point and only thing that exists in the world now is the tree so just visualize the tree and it's a way of Miyagi getting Daniel to be very present to something and to give his full attention to it, which is so necessary for his eventual martial arts training. I think it's one of the reasons why Miyagi is so insistent on look, I always look at the eye because yeah. you want to be present to the other person because you take your eye off that person. Well, then you're thinking about something else and you're being disrespectful to them and to yourself because then you're not fully giving yourself to the situation.
0: Yeah, I, I love. I also, mean, you could I, get kicked in the in the face. Really. Well, I, there
2: is that. Yes, <laughs> the tree is not going to kick you in the face if you <laughs> don't look at it, which is what we like about trees. <laughs> uh, look,
1: Johnny, he's closing his eyes. Uh, <laughs> this is too easy. Uh, no, I I love the idea. I mean, I can't imagine. Uh, what it's like to close your eyes and wipe your mind of everything, but one singular thing. I don't think I could ever do it, but (laughs) I love the idea that like movies like this teach you, like, if you could just, just focus on this one thing, you can actually achieve it. You
0: can do this. That's what my, my, um, I guess it was my dad, not my actual sensei. Whenever we had to meditate in karate class and my dad said his method was to picture just a, 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 candles flame and that's it all that exists is the candles flame <laughs> yeah, yeah and i'm like i none of that that didn't work for me <laughs> i wasn't good at meditating i guess
2: well similar principles that i was taught when i was in seminary we spend an hour in prayer uh in silence every morning when i was going through school and that is a really tough thing to do because I was I was older than Daniel, but I still had a teenager's mind. I was all over the place during those early morning hours of prayer and working with my spiritual director, uh, who was not Mr. Miyagi, so I didn't learn how to do flying crane kicks. But I, I did <laughs> learn the the kind of concentration necessary where in those moments where your mind is going in every direction at once. Uh, The image my spiritual director used was to think of it as standing on the side of a road and there are cars going by on the road as you're standing there. The point is not to get into every car that goes by. Uh, As you see a thought or a distraction or something coming past you, you just let it keep going. And if you find that you got into the car, you just get back out and let it continue driving by. And eventually you stop attending to all those various distractions. And in the Christian context, you're then able to concentrate on the presence of God, paying attention to maybe a particular scripture verse or looking at uh, an icon representing Jesus or the Blessed Mary or uh, any other number of saints, or maybe you're simply concentrating on a a particular uh, moment or memory that you're trying to understand what God is doing in in the midst of, and that necessary component of concentration is really difficult to master. And Mm. it's crucial, I think, for any kind of spiritual discipline, whether it's Christian prayer or Eastern martial arts, there needs to be that attentiveness and an ability to set aside those other distractions that our brains have been trained through watching for any movement of a saber-toothed tiger in the grass
0: to pay attention
2: (laughs) to and and a need to concentrate on, on something simple like a bonsai tree is an important first step here for daniel (laughs) i thought you said something sinful i'm like (laughs) what's sinful about a bonsai (laughs) tree Well, that's a different podcast. Well, no, let's let's talk about the sinfulness of the bonsai. No, no. No,
1: no. Look Uh, at the way it's standing there.
2: Few few people realize that the tree in the middle of the Garden of Eden was actually a bonsai tree. A little known fact. It was a tiny, teeny little. It's just a tiny, tiny little fruit that Adam and Eve ate. Everyone (laughs) thinks it's a great big thing, but it's a little (laughs) berry.
0: But yeah, I've heard that about meditation. Is you're not supposed to. Like get distracted by the fact that you're having so many thoughts. You just let the thoughts happen. Oh yeah, that's
2: that's the worst, yeah. The worst thing you can do is like, oh, I'm distracted. Oh, now I'm mad at myself that I'm distracted. Arr, and that just yeah. keeps you distracted. So the important thing is simply to let go. And the Eastern practice of of breathing in order to center yourself. The the Western Christian practice of concentrating on a a scripture verse or an icon or or some other representation of Jesus is that way of getting outside of yourself and not getting caught in the cycle of, Oh, I'm distracted. No, no, I'm mad that I'm distracted. No, I'm (laughs) mad that I'm mad that I'm distracted. And you just never get anywhere that way.
1: I think that's where I get caught. (laughs) I honestly, there, I I think, I think the first thing I would do is I'd throw away my phone (laughs) and then I'd I'd throw away my TV and I think the last thing I do to i really want to be serious about meditation is to send my kids to private school. I think no. after those three boarding stages, school.
2: yeah, you're around your live in boarding school.
1: But uh, yeah, your I just, father of the year award goes to our <laughs> you think they listen to these podcasts. They'll never <laughs> listen to these podcasts. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, 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 do dig the whole focus and centering thing. Um, and, 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 yeah, and I I've often gone back to this movie, maybe, you know, maybe like empire strikes back as, you know, thinking about that wise teacher and having them able to talk you into achieving a, a, a different level or, or reaching deeper inside yourself to, to, to accomplish something. I, it was really funny, uh, uh on Facebook, speaking of things I need to throw away. Mm. Um, one of the memories that popped up uh, recently was from probably like 2014, and it was when I was uh, trying to quit smoking. And I, I wrote, I was like, does anybody know of like perhaps Pat Morita in character as Mr. Miyagi uh, doing any sort of uh, Tai Chi or something to focus me to stop? smoking because i'd really appreciate (laughs) that (laughs) if i just had that voice in my ear i feel like i could i could accomplish so much were you looking
0: for were you looking for mr miyagi asmr
1: (laughs) yes that would be oh man i would subscribe to that channel in a in a a hot second i i would i think i could get so much done if like my day began with robin (laughs) you need to concentrate and focus you have things to do do them think of trees the only thing that exists. Well, that's what
2: Daniel's just getting the, the in-person ASMR session yeah. from Mr. Miyagi and this
1: is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect too. Cause I can, I can look back at the kids. I'm like, he said just the tree. So guys, you gotta go. The, the, the bus is here. <laughs> I have to spend some time and think about the tree. I'm doing this because <laughs> I love you. I will, I will be a better person, but first I must be a really bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh yeah, um so Miyagi uh uh pushes on Daniel's cheek and so that he kind of faces the tree is in front of him with his eyes closed. And um and then he says, you know, only only thing that exists in the world is that tree. Uh and then he says, You gotta open your eyes. And Daniel opens his eyes and Miyagi says, Remember a picture? Daniel says, yeah. And uh, he hands him the pruning shears and says, make like picture. So
2: in that moment when Daniel's head turns, I just want to appreciate the job makeup has done on that huge bruise (laughs) on Daniel's temple. Wow, that thing looks nasty. That needs some Neosporin stat because that's (laughs) going to be a huge scab. In a couple of days, it looks like a runaway zit, right? <laughs> oh, wow. oh man, you, you had a rough, rough time as a teenager. If that's what your runaway zit looks like, holy smokes! No, uh, I'm, just, I'm just quoting from earlier <laughs> in the
1: movie. All oh, right. Um, uh, y- your reaction should have been, "Ew, gross." Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's interesting that you know Miyagi's like, "Okay, you, get, you have the picture in your mind. Now make it like the picture." So this seems to be the only time Daniel has seen bonsai trees. So what do you think that picture could be? <laughs> An exact copy of Mr. Miyagi's bonsai tree. That sure. must be it. It's yeah. oh, the, like, the uh, only
2: one he's seen. I think I mean, uh, Miyagi has, it looks like, three different trees over on his bench. Yeah. So Daniel's had a couple other representative samples, mm-hmm. um, or else he's just thinking about um, just... Stereotypical pine tree with a perfect green triangle. <laughs> That'd
0: be <laughs> hilarious if that's what he cut it into.
1: <laughs> Why does this look was... like a Christmas tree? Tanya <laughs> uh... <Danielson. laughs> saw Trust the picture. I did trust the picture. This is what I saw. Also, it's like, I don't know, like the trunk of the tree only bends in certain ways. So you can't like you can't make it exactly like the picture in your mind. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just challenging him on that lesson. You know, maybe the point he's
2: making is that, um, maybe it's like the distraction point. You can't let yourself be discouraged or daunted in case you have a bad idea from the start. I, I think that gets in the way of any creative process as speaking as a perfectionist, whenever I have a writing project or anything, the, the toughest part is always beginning. When you have the terror of the blank page, because I don't know if this idea is actually any good. So if I don't start, it won't be bad. It won't exist, but it won't be bad. And the push to get over that is exactly what Mr. Miyagi is saying. You just you have to trust the picture. And trust that you are going to be able to execute on it. Of course, yeah, Daniel is going to have to contend with the reality of the project. The trunk is going to twist a particular way. Branches are not going to cooperate. And so the picture will change as he works with the tree, just like the initial creative idea anyone has is going to change in the process of the creation of it. But that's all a result of starting and trusting that the initial seed of the idea, if you will, is going to produce something worthwhile.
1: I just, I I think again and again about like different times I've been, I've had to do artwork like painting or drawing or anything like that. And I am terrible Mm -hmm. and I have a picture in my head of what things should look like. And I should be able to, with this idea, like just kind of trace it onto the paper from my brain why does it not work that way? <laughs> it just should. <laughs> well, it looks really I good at my head. Yeah, I can see it. Why can't my why doesn't my hand just kind of follow that along? I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I always had a hard time in art class as a kid. Um, I thought it was because uh, I had to do things in fine detail. You know, I was limited to a page. So I thought I always thought oh, I would be a great mural artist because I have all that space to yeah. work with i be able to really do a great job in all these details because the fine details would still be the size of my arm <laughs> but i didn't realize that i would just be a bad artist on a wall size scale instead of a bad artist on just a page <laughs> size scale
1: uh yeah so uh, again he says just trust picture just trust the picture and he's just like like the word picture picture pictures mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's it's and and I, I've noticed this later in the movie, too. Like, he just kind of repeats things again and again when he's trying to get Daniel to focus on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. It's almost like a a, a way of hypnotizing him into, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, in a way, you know? Uh,
0: you know. It's kind of like just uh, hitting home that, like, Daniel keeps having doubts about what he says, and then he just says it again. He's like, no, it's that simple. Just picture, <laughs> you know?
2: hmm <laughs>
0: But what about no? Nope, just picture.
2: Now don't yeah. don't overthink this. <laughs> right. You just got to get started. So start with the
1: picture and then go. Uh, and yeah, then the final part of the minute is how do I know the picture? My picture is the right one. And he says, if it, if come from inside, you always right one. Um, and I, I, I was again. I was on, on all sorts of bonsai uh, sites uh, this week. And mm. Bonsai Empire they had this quote that says the styling of these little trees reflect inner peace and is an important symbol for what karate should be. And oh,
0: oh, so they actually linked with karate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, when well, talking about the the Karate Kid. It
0: was, oh, okay. I it was, thought this yeah. was a site about bonsai, not the karate.
1: kid. <laughs> It was a site about bonsai, but they obviously they're like they know they, their <laughs> yeah they know their, they know their market. We
0: know why you're here,
1: you <laughs> karate kids. Why don't you buy a bonsai tree? Come on, <laughs> it's fun. I, and it, yeah, I, like my last note here is just again, this is just wonderful. This is Miyagi training him. This is he's got this Daniel's got this wonderful spirit inside of him, and if he focused on that, he would be less affected by uh, outside noise. So like if it's mm-hmm. beautiful pictures inside you just if you believe in it if it if it, if it comes from in you, it's got to be the right one
2: and that's also helpful for Daniel to hear, given that he's getting so much negativity from outside himself in this new surrounding, and you know as all yeah. the jerks from Cobra Kai are making his life a living hell, he is <laughs> given a lot of reason to enter into self doubt but right here miyagi is building up his self-worth and encouraging him to uh to trust the ideas that he
1: comes up with as something worth executing on as as something that's worth doing yeah i'm actually reminded of something that was in uh just a a moment a, a few minutes ago before the scene um daniel complaining to his mother outside of miyagi's uh shed here uh saying i don't know the rules here Uh, so miyagi is now trying to um teach him the rules mm -hmm. he must unlearn what he has learned (laughs) turns out the rules were inside (laughs) us all along yeah uh okay so uh i I also have here i did hint at it on our monday show but uh, i've got some more interesting uh trivia here um uh, the okay. character of Mr. Miyagi was heavily inspired by not only Robert Mark Kamen's teacher, as we've talked about in the past, but also the man hired as fight choreographer and stunt double for Pat Morita, uh, uh, Fumio Demura. Um, there are Matt, have you heard of him
0: in yeah, your circles? I, I think I've heard of him in some sort of behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, there are two documentaries out there I want to see, but I'm just too broke uh, to right now. to yeah. uh, Karate Kid 3's uh, actor uh, William Christopher Ford made a a, a, a short about uh, Fumio called The Last Dojo. And also, uh, there's another uh, documentary out there called The Real Mr. Miyagi, and it's all about um, Sensei Demura, uh, mm. Master of Karate and Kabuto, um, which they said in wikipedia (laughs) traditional weaponry (laughs) um are pruning shears traditional weaponry
2: i know a lot of the (laughs) well because a lot of the ninja weapons if 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 my nerdy middle school memory uh, serves me well a lot of the ninja weaponry originated as farmer implements Ah. uh where because they were
0: yeah nunchucks is for whacking down wheat
2: right and like and i I remember the psi being important in planting rice It, it, it plants the seeds into the soil in some case so uh you know maybe even pruning shears can be traditional weaponry you just use those the right way maybe miyagi has a pair that breaks into two little you know throwing
1: knives or something i don't know it seemed odd to Daniel that a farmer could learn such an incredible Whoa. skill. Whoa. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on, Daniel, now. Uh, back to uh, the last minute. Uh, yeah, so it says here uh, he started training at nine years old and was a world karate champion uh, by 18, teaching his own karate classes by his 20s when he came to America. Um, he became well-known and he worked in Hollywood martial arts like with Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. The story is actually, speaking of nunchucks, that he is the one that introduced Bruce Lee to nunchucks. Bruce Lee was attending one of his demonstrations and was like, hey, let me try that. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, he was linked to Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal as well. Uh, He's got lots of videos on YouTube if you want to watch him doing demonstrations or uh, stunt videos. Uh, He was lifelong friends with Pat Morita. Mm. And he was his stunt double in this movie, part three, and next Karate Kid. Not not part two, I guess. Um, Pat Morita, uh, according to trivia here, translated not only Demura's attitude toward the martial arts to the character, but also his mannerisms and speech. Uh, and this is actually a quote from uh, the documentary, The Real Miyagi. Uh, it says, quote, uh, 47 years ago, I start teaching kids by washing my car. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Interesting. <laughs> uh, and, uh, okay. So, uh, this is kind of like the sad, but beautiful part. Um, about nine years ago, uh, this is 2020, uh, he suffered subdural hematoma which left him incapacitated he was in a coma for five days and woke up not being able to move his arms and his legs oh, uh, yeah yeah he had been working on physical therapy uh, and uh, from then he went to he went to a dojo his dojo day after day to get his strength back he he strikes a door over and over again with a wooden sword attached to a rubber band um, he also has uh, kidney problems so he's on dialysis for 10 hours a day. So he wow. learned how to make origami. And according to uh, his website, it was uh, abc7.com, yeah, said uh, in an interview with me, he worked hard to eventually uphold the highly respected Japanese tradition of folding a 1,000 origami cranes as part of recovering from great adversity. Fumio went above and beyond by folding 5,000 cranes. Oh. And he passes them out to anybody he meets. His quote here says, makes everybody smile. That's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. yeah he, he's, it, um, the article goes on and says, uh, Sensei carries the cranes wherever he goes. When he sees kids, he hands them three cranes attached. The two on the ends symbolize the parents. The one in the middle is the child. He tells them to turn around and follow their parents. He says, quote, my message is, whatever you do, don't give up. Always you can find a way, unquote. So. Oh, my
2: God. That's so good. Wow.
1: <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll probably hear some more Fumio stories as the movie goes on. I've heard some behind the scenes stuff of uh, the guys, especially the the, the, co- the kids who play the Cobra Kai are like, yeah, Fumio is a bit. <laughs> he's a bit tough. <laughs> he's <was> a, <laughs> a bit rough on us. <laughs> So, uh, so it's such, such an interesting guy. And yeah, like I said, uh, folks, if you're listening, check him out on YouTube. There's all sorts of awesome, uh, uh, demonstrations he does. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Did you guys have anything else for this minute itself at all? Or?
0: No, I only had two things written down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we
2: have, we have gone through all of my notes, all, all one of my notes that I made for this minute. So
1: Well, we have to get on to our Wednesday question, and this might be an interesting question for you, Father David. Since you just recently watched this for the first time, you might be like, what? (laughs) But our Wednesday question is, do you consider Daniel LaRusso the antagonist of The Karate Kid? What a what an interesting question. So I, I, there's obviously,
2: there's I, I get the sense there's a bigger debate that has been happening around this movie that I have only seen for the first time this year. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm unfamiliar of the wider discourse, but it seems to me that Daniel is not the antagonist in this movie because in a story, the antagonist is whatever the protagonist has to surpass in order to... Uh, to achieve narrative closure. So right. whether it's the the dragon that has to be slain in order to to rescue the the captured royalty, whether it's uh, the the you know, the romantic rival, uh, whether it's you know, the, even like in something like Pride and Prejudice, the fact that you put your own foot in your mouth the first time you meet the nice man, uh, you got to overcome that. Uh, well, maybe only insofar as Daniel has to overcome himself that he is an antagonist. Oh, I uh, like that. <laughs> only insofar that Daniel has to get over uh, his insecurities about his family life and that he is, in fact, worthy of a relationship with Allie. that he is good enough to go toe to toe with the kids from Cobra Kai uh, that he has to c- overcome those hangups that he has, the, then yeah, okay, sure. That he then he's antagonist, <laughs> but you know, he goes through too much growth and change and has to overcome too much else in order to be antagonist. Right. So it, it seemed to me.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of the internet, but it it is a thing. Mm, that tell we'll me more. Take, that sounds interesting. It, it it's a thing that takes beloved things and <laughs> twists them because because they talk <laughs> people talk about things way too much. Now this is coming from a minute by minute podcast, <laughs> <laughs> so we know what we're
2: talking about. But we mean you can overanalyze something to death. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, this is also brought on by. Uh, there's, there's a spin-off show called the, uh, called Cobra Kai. And it is the, the main star of the show really is Johnny and mm-hmm. uh, he's getting his life back together. And he has a kind of a, from a certain point of view, uh, flashback yeah. of what happens at the beach, which is just basically like, here's this kid stealing my girl. And, uh, you know, obviously I was going to be bad about it, you know, and, and, and the fact that Daniel will not just leave it alone. He keeps trying to uh, cause trouble Uh, And it keeps coming back on himself over and over. Like, like for instance, the, the, the fact that when he puts the hose over the, the bathroom stall, like he could have just left that alone, but instead he did that.
2: Well, like, yes. In that case, I happen to agree with Johnny. (laughs) That was pretty gratuitous, (laughs) but yeah, as was clearly established, uh, Johnny is the only one who doesn't know that Allie isn't dating him anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. Well, I. That, so, so you're saying that he, if he's the antagonist, it's because he's the antagonist, antagonist against himself. Yeah. It, but, but. In in, in a stricter sense, though, he's uh, he's the protagonist, right? Yeah, in in terms
2: of the plot of the movie, Daniel undergoes character growth, which is a usual sign that we're dealing with a protagonist. And if a character kind of remains the same through the whole story, they're a side character of which I would argue the antagonist usually is. The antagonist is usually a static character in a narrative. Uh uh, Only when you have something longer running than a 2 hour movie can you get an antagonist who might change and grow but you know for a movie from the 1980s about a kid who uh, comes of age through karate and a kindly japanese man i don't know if there's that kind of subtlety and nuance going on in the storytelling
1: <laughs> all right well uh let's uh let's wipe this podcast clean nothing exists except for our next podcast coming on friday and uh and we want to thank you again for joining us father david and my pleasure obviously you're going to be coming back on friday right
2: oh absolutely uh, <laughs> i've got a, got just a couple more careful snips to make on this bonsai before it is mm, perfect perfect before it matches the picture <laughs>
1: Uh, On Wednesday, we give plugs for ourselves, so uh, we want to let everybody know to send feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or join Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute on Twitter and Facebook, you'll find us. And, uh, of course, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are served. At the point of this recording, we've gotten a nice uh, email. Uh, you know, it was great to hear from somebody. As well as uh, there's also a couple of uh, Apple Podcasts reviews uh, out there that are really kind as well. So keep them coming. We love it. Um, Matt, do you have anything you want to plug today?
0: Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I randomly, right. I randomly, I randomly plug my own podcast. <laughs> Today I'm going to abstain. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Until next time.
0: If come from inside you,
2: always write one.